Trials of Apollo, The Dark Prophecy, Chapter 17. To the way station, Meg McCaffrey eats my bread. I cry godly tears. Heloise and Abelard. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Until the sections of shingles slid open. Whew. Okay, that was enough, but sections of shingles slid open was... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a tongue twister. Like, immediate, like, whoo, of relief as soon as you whoo. got through it was incredible. Oh, tongue twister this week. Uh, Neve, Ava, how are? I'm okay. Um, Been better, been worse. I hate, or I really hate, like, the... um. The limbo time between things happening. Um, Like so much. Like ever since, I mean, my job ended since it was like a summer job, like ended in like, like the last day of July, I think. And all of August has just been prep for moving. Um, And seeing the people that I won't see for four months um, plus. Um, Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, I'm I today is Monday. We're recording this on Monday and I am starting the journey of it all on Thursday cuz I'm staying at my future roommate's house the night before so we can just leave like crazy early in the morning cuz it's an 11-hour drive. Um but it's like the days before it, you know, that I'm like what am I supposed to do with myself? Like I've already packed so much, like I have a little more to do, but I hate the idea that there are days that will just be limbo, even though I've had limbo for so long. So I'm okay. I'm trying to drink as many cans of seltzer in my family's fridge as possible. That's the game I've created for myself. Um, All right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. How are you, Neve? I'm good. Um, Paid our rent. Exciting stuff. (laughs) Submitted that payment. My Wells Fargo is going to be crying tomorrow, but it's okay. Because... I have other, it, it, it felt good. I was like, glad this is out of the way. Um, and yeah, very similar. I was just thinking about how like, I'm like on the verge of throwing up, just like trying to get everything like a mere state across a border. And if I had to drive 11 hours, I think it would not, I'd not be alive. <laughs> right now. Just literally, cause literally just the prep to getting it all in a car to go across a single state border has me like, about to vom at every moment, but excited, like super excited for the experience, but just the, the logistics are yeah, exhausting. But I'm good. How are you, Brayden? I'm I'm gonna reiterate we're all sharing the same story this week. It's just like yeah. packing and getting ready. So it's like I'm working and I'm packing. That's literally yeah. about it. I'm going to the gym and reading my comics at the gym at the same time. Like I'm not even doing anything else while I'm at home. So it's just like work gym pack, um, which I guess is more exciting than the rest of my summer has been, which has just been work gym. <laughs> so, uh, but it's good. I hate packing. I, I absolutely abhor packing. Um, but I like I got went to Target this weekend and I scammed Target by using my brothers who are in college 
college students get 20% off at Target. Um, and so I used my brother's Target Circle because I am not a college student. I am just an adult who also happens to be moving at this time. <laughs> and, to an area with a shit ton of college students. True. Yeah. London. But uh, so I was able to do a, a lot of like apartment shopping from Target for 20% off. Nice. Uh, Getting those deals. Gotta, Go Target, that's, that's good for you. Right? Gotta scam them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way it is. Celine Dion said it. That's the way it is. Oh, that's what she said. Is I was she like, here? That is what she said. I actually think that was a pretty good Celine Dion impression. Oh, yeah. Is she here? Wait, guys, I can do. Oh, no. I already started the sentence, so I guess I have to keep going. Um, <laughs> Bird wants to die. Um, I can do an impression of Michael Jackson, but only a little bit. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna do your Pierce Bronson. We already did the, that podcast. <laughs> we already had that whole yep thing. No, but you know how Michael Jackson has those like noises um, in his songs that aren't necessarily melodic. Um, like for example, the one that I can do. I don't know if I can do this like half laying down with a lot of seltzer in my body causing me to hiccup every five minutes. But um, it's the one where he goes, headphone warning, where he goes, Dow! <laughs> That's my update. I will say, it's pretty good. I know! Oh this one to her. The headphone yeah. warning. Yeah, headphone warning. Um, <laughs> Ava's almost okay. never done, been like, I can do an impression, and it been like anywhere close to it. But I'll give her, I'll give her, she can do this one. It yeah. sounds particularly like... um. It the had us video, the cockroach who does yes, yeah. When we were all hanging out in person, I don't know why it really had me like cackling over it. There like, is shock value for sure. Yeah, like, in, in, in the recording, it's also like muffling it because the recording does like auto yeah. level to an extent. It's so much louder in person. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You guys don't even fully understand the extent of it. You don't know. You would never understand. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. This week, we are discussing the Trials of Apollo, the Dark Prophecy, chapters 17 through 20, through the theme of regret. Period. 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 Ava, how would you like Ava. to summarize? I wouldn't like to. But I okay, then go. Okay, so basically these four chapters, well, very nice. They were kind of filler. So it was kind of like um, uh, a lot of Apollo like reconciling with Meg. And Apollo has a memory as a flashback um, where he, when he was Narcissus or like presenting as Narcissus, he kills um Commodus in his bathtub and drowns him and Commodus I forget what he says but oh you blessed me and it was so sweet and so sad and he's like literally vomiting his guts out because he's I mean this is present day Apollo because he's like remembering that and remembering that that's the only time he's considered himself to murder a man or a person in general um and the Griffins are starting to lay their eggs and um they're back at the way station all's well for now 
spooked him though. That was real loud this time. I I had a problem with my phone recently where my alarms have been way louder than they normally are. And I don't know how to fix this. Man. I guess I just won't. Like, I guess that's the solution. I mean, it's nice that you're not having the opposite problem. If they're too quiet, yeah. I know that's not helpful, but... You know, it is what it is. Right. (laughs) That's the way it is. It is what it is. What songs did we bring this week? Guys, I'm proud of mine. So I'm going to go. Mine is... All My Daughter's Demo by Dodie. And I'm going to talk about why. This song um, does mostly talk about, like, um, Dodie's relationship with, like, being famous and, like, having fans. Like, the line, All My Daughter's, like, referring to that and, like, how she doesn't feel like she's good enough of a person to have that kind of, you know, adoration sent towards her. Um, is, like, the theme of, like, why she wrote this. But, like, it doesn't matter. In the context I'm talking about it, I feel like the the lyrics still work to, like, this theme that's all throughout the book, but, like, as we really, like, zeroed in on it during these chapters of, like, Apollo feeling like there's not... Like, there's literally lines where he's like, is there not a single person that I've not completely betrayed? And, like, you know, just, like, living that long and... um having this like duty to a universe and to other people and to like, you know, like feeling like he's betrayed a lot of people. And we've kind of like gone through all of these flashbacks or like him experiencing that all over again. And the chorus of this song is how they love me, all my daughters, but I'm screaming underwater. I will hurt you almost definitely ask the people who have left me. And I was like, that was weirdly pertaining exactly to the situation, Dodie. Um, so <laughs> that's why I went with it. And now that I remembered that this album exists, expect a lot more of it because it's giving very the like the folk theme that I went with for the last book. I feel like now it's time to get folk and sad. I mean, they're all sad, but this is like explicitly like really sad. So get psyched. But that's my pick for the week. <laughs> Work. Man. I was like, wow, this is some sad gay shit. So I picked one of the kings of sad gay shit, Troy Sivan. Work. Um, not quite as sad, sad as Conan Gray, who's also another incredibly sad gay person. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded awful. I, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. Bright, gay, sad music. Right. But um, I was like, what is the saddest, gayest song I know? And it's Could Cry Just Thinking About You. Man. I haven't um, thought about that song in a while. It's great. It's a great song. It almost always makes me cry. Um, it's just, it's about just remembering someone you used to be with and the the pain of that and how you can't think about that person without it bringing up everything that you ever felt about them. And that is clearly what is happening with Apollo right now. Indeed. Man. Man. Jeez. 
I've been saying man a lot, and like every time I say it, it 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 is a reference to the vid- the 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 meme with the cow standing on the beach. Um, I just want everyone to know that. But so kind of in the same vein of sad gay, um, I am once again picking a song off Hosier's new album. Um, but this one has been out for a while. Um, but I kind of went the route of like the perspective of Commodus and like the, the, you blessed me line really got me. Um, and so I picked unknown slash nth, um, by Hosier and it's so incredibly sad. And, um, I feel like I picked this for something in the last book. And if I did, oops. Um, but the lyric of like, or like the, uh, there's kind of the idea of like some people are better unknown. Um, and like, woof. I know what, listen, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the bridge is, insane it's do you know i could break beneath the weight of the goodness love i still carry for you that i'd walk so far just to take the injury of finally knowing you um and i think that is very much i mean it's it's spot on with commodus's death so yeah felt right (laughs) work i love it What were our favorite moments? I mean, Briaris was back. <laughs> Queen. Queen. Um, I liked what I liked her exit. Literally, uh, because she said, "And maybe we can catch a movie if you live through this." I was like, "Ah!" And I was like, love "You star. won't. You won't. You won't. I love that. You won't." And I'm obsessed. Queen of false promises. Mm-hmm. No, she was like. She just entered, she slayed, and she left. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, but, like, actually, the learning about the uh, Calypso stuff that she, like, did the net, and she's, like, trying to jumpstart Calypso's magic because she's like, oh, I know we'll need Calypso's magic. That's great. That's exciting because love Calypso. Calypso's been doing nothing. Right. Because Calypso's, when you have a cast of characters with magical powers and a bunch of crazy shit, Apollo's already the guy who doesn't have a ton of capabilities, but knows a lot of stuff. Calypso, so far, has been fulfilling the same role, but she has the potential to be this, like, mage character. Right that we haven't unlocked yet. And so I'm excited at the promise of that. True. I always like hearing more about Heloise and Abelard. I, that's not necessarily a, a deep or complex thought, um, but I just love them. They always bring a little smile to my face, especially in the moments of like the most emotional strife. Um, so I really needed them in these chapters and they pulled through. They're about to lay some eggs. So exciting. True. A D plot, but still like... Literally a freaking Z plot. I can't. Like, I know they'll raise their child well. 
Oh yeah, that will be the most well-adjusted Griffin ever. I did like that the song choice for what uh, Apollo sings to get her to lay the egg is a song from Josie and the Pussycats, the 2001 film. Oh yeah. No need we, to clarify. We, we, we've, no. we've all seen Josie and the Pussycats, we correct? We have all seen this film. Yes. Crazy yeah. movie. Oh my God. 2001 was a, a year for camp filmmaking. So go back and watch every movie that came out in 2001 because it's it's all like this. It's all like Josie and the Pussycats, like uh, the Scooby-Doo uh, live action movie a real specific tone where adapting things that are cartoons trying to make them adults and really missing the bar but but like it really works at the same time in a like it's camp it's all camp yeah the music in the Josie and the Pussycats movie does go hard though so let's be honest oh it definitely does and Alan Cumming, crazy. He is good in everything. I think about that movie, like, far more than I should. You know the scene where he jumps out of the plane? I think so. And the, with the boy band that dies in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, I, I, I remember a lot about this movie. I haven't watched this movie in, like, a year. It's... L- a year, one is year, less yeah. time than I thought it was gonna. <laughs> I haven't I watched it last in a summer. while. I rewatched it last summer. Oh, that oh. that was not I, a proud admission. No, it was. He was pretty proud. Good movie. Um. Anyways, any other favorite parts, or should we take a break and come back to talk about it? I think. I could chat about the theme. All right. We're going to take a break. Break time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so themes, regret. Let's chat. Let's chat. <laughs> uh, let's have a tete Please. Um, that story was fucking crazy. Uh, it was. The thing that jumped out at me the most initially was like, uh, I don't know, I because, wow, I'm being so coherent. No, it's he started describing the physical reaction he was having before he told all of the story. Um, And so I was like, what could be so bad that he's literally vomiting and like falling to the ground and like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then he was like, this is the first time I ever really think I murdered someone. And I was like, well, there you do. You know, there, there it is. Um, Especially. 
Commodus's like last words and like the fact that they made eye contact and like it's extremely brutal. Um, but the physical manifestations of regret to me were the most interesting. Um, especially in someone so proud and like almost like not callous in a bad way, but like he definitely represses taking accountability like for himself. Um, like in a person so comfortable operating on the surface of things as Apollo is like, that's how, you know, it affects him, you know? Yeah. It it was like, so jarring when these chapters were like, kind of not about much. Yeah. And then they're just like saying the name over and over again. And then he's throwing up. Yep. Like, Oh, 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 oh we're, we're going, we're going somewhere. Out of, out of yeah. nowhere. But having this be like, Apollo is like learning to regret a lot of things. Like we said, Apollo's plot is very much this, you like learning to be woke kind of plot. Like we've talked about that before, that like realizing like he's reading theory and realizing that he's sexist and racist and homophobic. And like, you know, um, as the story goes on, obviously not those things, actually those things as they adhere to gods and mortals, but that concept of someone of the, the highest social status um, that receives the most power within the system learning the experience of of people who are lower in the system is obviously the metaphor here but like having this be the one thing that he like has consistently regretted crazy because it's interpersonal yeah it's a lot easier to regret uh, things that like affect you than like regret things that you did to other people. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, Apollo doesn't regret killing someone because Apollo has killed a bunch of people. Again, Apollo is not a person. Garbas, please. Um, but Apollo regrets killing Commodus because he killed someone he loved. Yeah. And so it was a personal loss. So it's like kind of growth, but not growth at all. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It was like on that like idea of like it being a personal loss. It was also like the reason he's been able to avoid regretting things is because he always feels like he's doing it for the good of something else. Yeah. Yeah. That may have sucked, but it was to prevent this or it was to help this or, you know, like that it's like acting in favor of something else. And even that has always been like morally dubious sometimes, like depending on the situation. Um, But this was like unequivocally, like you either do this to a person you love or like something really, really bad is going to happen, which I think made it even like tougher to even feel regret about it because like he technically did like save a lot of people, but just not the one, you know? It's wild that his one like big regret 
like his biggest regret. He's clearly starting to regret a lot of stuff, but his biggest regret is also the most selfless thing he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Which feels very honest to me. It feels very human to me. Yeah. Even though I think we would like to all believe we are better than that, but it's like making the hard decision is hard for a reason. Like doing the right thing is not often easy. Yeah. And like, I feel like we've all been there. It was like, well, if I was just kind of a worse person and like put my needs first in every situation, I would probably have what I, what I wanted. And, and so there is an aspect of regret there, even though like, I know I'm not like, oh, I would go back and I would be worse <laughs> in any situation. But there is that like little bit of regret in the reality of like, you do lose something mm-hmm. in doing a good deed. And it doing something selfless is losing something from yourself. Yeah. I don't think he regrets that Commodus was killed. I think he regrets that he that he didn't have someone else do it. Yeah. It was, I like I can't I can't imagine doing that. No. No. Not at all. And that that you blessed me line is what really hurts. It is that like you blessed me, like you told me you would always love me, that you would protect me, and you were ultimately my undoing. It's also the fact that he Commodus knew. At the very end. You know, like that he was a narcissist. Yes. Because it is, Commodus is obviously terrible, like unequivocally bad. Yeah. But in this interpersonal, like this relationship, Apollo did wrong him. Yeah. Like no matter the quality of, of people, I don't blame Commodus for being so vindictively angry at a Apollo in particular. Yeah, agree. He's, he's obviously going around killing people, doing bad shit, abusing animals. We're not here for that. But I see you, I hear you. Yeah. Any other places we saw regret? I mean, that's the big one. <laughs> yeah, like, let's be real. Nothing else happened in this cha- these chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin eggs, woo! Like, they were doing chores for half of it. I know. <laughs> and they're, they like, gonna have to go to the sewers. But they yeah, haven't right. happened yet. Yeah. So Our ghost eat- yeah, the we're starting the next we've traded Calypso out for for Leo in our little trio yep. moments. Um they're gonna go save Georgina and Festus and the chair. Um but like other than that uh, what a what a group. Georgina, Festus and the chair. <laughs> this is, we have we have our two trios. We have we have Apollo <laughs> and Leo. And Georgina, bestest chair. Exactly. I'm gonna hedge my bets and go <laughs> go with uh, 
Georgina, Festus, and Chair for being able to take the other three. I also agree. You have to agree, yeah. No, let's be real, though. Meg fucking bodying everyone. All like, the time. That Those fights in the last chapter, crazy. Literally bodying everyone at all moments of the day. Mm-hmm. She's so fierce. As a little child. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Teeny tiny. Teeny tiny. As a teeny tiny child. I'm trying to even think of what else happened in these chapters, and it's not there. No. Like, like some chats. Yeah. We chat. We good chat. Um. Any other thoughts, or should we go to sass moments? We can go to sass moments. No mm-hmm. thoughts. Head empty. No thoughts. Head empty. True. Pull it up. All right. Mine right at the beginning. I explained what what had happened at the zoo. Our encounter with the Tiercees, our escape, and how the arena's netting had suddenly shot into the sky like a squid from a water cannon, one of Poseidon's less successful prototype weapons. I love these little funny little details that are just, like, offhands. Um, They're not, like, jokes with punchlines, but they're just, like, little funny little things, and I'm always here for it. Yeah. Rick's so creative. Um, Everybody's so creative. Creative. Mine is, um, this guy's good, Josephine punched Leo's arm affectionately. The things he knows about the Archimedes sphere is really impressive. Spheres, Meg asked? Yeah, Leo said. They're these round things. <laughs> and Leo just doesn't often get his moment to be like, you're being stupid to another person. I <laughs> he's love normally the He's part. normally the jokey. He's normally the victim. So I was like, yeah, Leo getting a moment to be like, don't you know what a sphere is? I was happy for him. So funny. Are these round things? Leo and Meg is a fun, fun dynamic. It is. Yeah. I am obsessed with them meeting each other and immediately, like, it was the dynamic that we all thought it would be. Yes. It's exactly how we all imagined it. Yeah. Um, Mine is about the Griffins. Um, Next to us, the Griffins snuggled in for a well-deserved rest. They tucked their heads under their wings and purred, which would have been cute if they didn't sound like chainsaws. I think that's a funny detail. Because why? That was so funny. Why do they sound that way? Are we ever going to talk about it again? No. I mean, think about it. Think about it. Giant bird. No, but they don't have the bird. Which part of them is a bird again? Their face. Yeah. yeah, okay, I was right. I was I I thought for a second um of what are the ones with the lion faces but the wings? Oh, I got you. Yeah, I forget what they're called, but I me me too. They're icons as well. I yeah. want to know, but can't remember. Um Chimera. Chimera? I yes, think- I think I'm thinking of no, I'm they're ones that fly. They're flying lions. The chimera is the also the goat, yeah, snake. But okay, let's figure it out. Lions that fly. Hmm. It sounds a little bit like you said, lions that lie. 
Oh, is it just winged lion? <laughs> Brain's just thinking about a flying lion. <gasps> flying lion. I was like, this is also saying Griffin, but I don't want Griffin. <laughs> Griffin, Griffin is the I want the I other way around. I guess I guess it's just a winged lion. Well, there you go. That was really anticlimactic. Well, my point was a giant lion with a bird head is not going to make sounds that sound good. I guess so. Like, imagine that giant beak snoring. Terrible. I kind of just, I don't know. I guess I assumed it was like, cheep, 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 cheep. I don't know. Just like, <laughs> bird, birds are just so loud, even when they're small. Yeah. Good job, Ava. <laughs> Truth of thought. <laughs> You're a, a plethora of bird noises today, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> Who are our offerings for this week? Heloise. Great. I also like that they just stuck an H on the beginning of her name and said, all right. And then we got Abelard from <laughs> our ass, I guess. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to give it to Apollo. These were just like really sad chapters. Yeah. And I also forgot, to, this is not one of my favorite moments and it also has nothing to do with regret. So it doesn't really fit anywhere in the episode. But the conversation Apollo has where like he just does not understand why anyone wouldn't why anyone would trade immortality you know yeah and there's a moment where it's like like sometimes the safety net sometimes the net looks like a trap but you're jumping into a safety net and you just have to let yourself jump and he was like and I was waiting for like everything to shift and it'd be a super impactful moment and I was like I literally don't get that at all and I was like, that's so true sometimes. Like, you think it should really hit, and then it just doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But I think that's, like, setting up what's going to happen for the rest of the book is, like, or maybe the series is, like, you know, not that I ever think Apollo is going to be, like, a mortal being, but, like, that he's going to, it's, like, learning to appreciate mortality. Yeah. And that's toughy. And these chapters were really, really bad for him. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to Apollo. I think I'm going to give my offering to Britta Martis for being incredibly unhelpful. <laughs> she was not helpful at all. Nope. But she was a little helpful. And therefore, she's getting an offering. <laughs> she was not helpful at all, but you know. Yeah, no, I just like was like, it's kind of iconic the way that she's like so unhelpful up front, but is like secretly on the DL helpful. She like did save them, but like. Like, hush up about it. I just, like, love the aesthetic of, like, oh, I'm mean, I hate everyone, uh, but I'm pretty, but I am going to be secretly helpful, but I don't want anyone to know that. Like, don't say thank you. I'm not helpful. Ignore me. I really relate to that. Fuck off. No, I hate No, I say she's helpful, but she pretends she's not. And I like that. I relate. To I, think, that. I love those characters, but I don't. Th- I think I would hit her in real life. Oh yeah, like 
she would drive me insane in real life, but as a character, I stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agree. I have no idea who to vote off. Because, like, I don't even know if I can give it to Commodus because, like, he got what was coming for him. And, like, kind of in a sad way. Like, he doesn't deserve an offering for exactly. it. But, like, he doesn't deserve, he doesn't to, be, deserve to be voted off. He did die. Like, that That feels like I'm enough. Giving, I'm giving mine to Nero. Because he was Work. mentioned. Yeah. And he took peaches. Yes. And that thing scares the fuck out of me, but it protected Meg, so give peaches back. I'm giving mine to Agamethus for being wholly unhelpful. Oh That's my god, like, like I know he did a circumstance, but like, this is crazy. Like, girl, I know you can't speak, but you're also not being helpful. Handing someone a magic eight ball with a vague vibe of a sentence does not help anybody it literally would have been been more helpful for you to keep it to yourself because like also like he doesn't have eyes but can clearly see yeah like what is this we're like tearing apart someone so he has eyes but he clearly can't see but like he and he can hear but he can't speak and i'm confused about this yeah. But at the same time, at least can he not learn ASL? Yeah. He can catch. He can hold this eight ball. He could write. So so get it together. Get it together. Be more helpful. Stop decrypting. Start contributing. Yes. Pick up the slack, Agamipis. True. Hard line stance on that really fast, but <laughs> sorry. With it. So I don't know. Nero. Yeah, real. Just, he's, he's still in the book. <laughs> like he's not in the chapters, but I just hate yeah. him. Nasty. Nasty man. Vile. Kurt Vile. Vile. All right. Well, folks, that is all for this week. You can join us next week if you want. And what we'll be doing is... Talking about chapters 21 through 24. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store. And you will never fucking believe this, a website www.returntocamp.com Oh, I'm gonna go check that out. (laughs) And I'm gonna leave a review and rate our podcast. podcast Can you do that on Spotify? Yeah, you can do it on Spotify. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. You can do Mm -hmm. it other places, I'm sure. I'm not sure who listens on other apps. I I don't don't listen on one of those two apps because I don't believe you, honestly. Yeah, I think you're lying. Who's listening on like Deezer? Like, no. Are you you really using Stitcher? Like, nobody is. Google Play, be for real. Google Play is plausible. Anyway, we're not. Is it? Maybe it was an Android. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But don't people. But but if you have an Android, why not use Spotify? Spotify, right. Anyway. 
Love to all. <laughs> yeah, peace out. Love <laughs> peace, to all. love, Apollo. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>